Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another Soul Lucian Sunday because the soul, the grand being of light you are, is the Soul Lucian. <laughs> I'm Lisa Warner. I'm the author of The Simplicity of Self Healing, now in its 10th anniversary edition. Today, I am here with my monthly guest, Keith Leon S., director, producer, creator of the inside effects movie and book series today keith and i are going to be talking about what's next after you've seen the inside effects how else can we help you change your reality how can we help change this world bring this world back into a place that we love to live in <laughs> So today, Keith and I are talking about seven steps to mastering the creation of your reality, a new program that, that we have created to help you create the reality that you want to live in. So Keith, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me as usual. <laughs> <laughs> and the seven steps to mastering the creation of your reality is a really a front seat to all the conversations that Lisa and I have had since we finally got to meet in person. Uh, it was like last year, right? Beginning of last year. And we've sat around and talked about all the things that we have manifested, all the health challenges we've got through, all of the relationship <laughs> things that we've been through and got to the other side of all the conversations that we've had and as we had these conversations we started to realize that there were a lot of things that we teach that are the same only different <laughs> like Lisa has a process and I have a process but they both net the same result and so it's uh it's so exciting because finally I feel like we get to share with the world all of the tools and tips and conversations and things that we've we've been talking about you know ever since we met so it's uh oh, it's exciting it's exciting i'm so looking forward to meeting uh, all of you who will take this workshop and, and rolling up our sleeves together and seeing all the things that you'll manifest in the seven weeks that we're together it is extremely exciting and you know i'm i'm so used to working by myself doing things that i'm really excited to be able to work with you and create something together because where two or more are gathered 
miracles happen. <laughs> we know that's true. <laughs> right? Yes. We have both watched this happen time and time and time again, where when we set an intention and we put it out there, that it comes to pass very quickly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Some of the things that we were, Lisa and I were talking about is that so many of us are relying on outside sources to tell us what to do. And that's one of the things that we share in the Inside Effects movie is that really we are the, the one who knows best, right? The answer to any question that has to do with us is right inside of us. And so if if you're like me in the past, before I got some of the tools that we'll teach you, I used to kind of go back and forth and tug a war within me so many times that I would forget what the first instinct I had was. <laughs> and that first one's always right. <laughs> so it's like being able to notice, sense, feel right down. <laughs> The first instinct is is one of the things <laughs> that will help us to know what to do. And then there's so many other other ways to gain access to that information. And uh, so that's one of the things we'll be for sure sharing in this course that we're doing together. Yeah, you know, when I was growing up, I found it very, very difficult to follow my own inner guidance because as a kid, my inner guidance would say, whoa, don't do that. And then, you know, my mother or the teacher or somebody said, you have to do that. And it's like, mm. wow, now what do I do? Now I'm stuck because mm. my inner guidance knows clearly that this is not the right thing for me to do. But the people who are bigger than me and stronger than me and older than me and in a position of authority say, no, you have to do this because those are the mm. rules. And right. that set up some very, very difficult internal struggles. Mm -hmm. and I know I'm not the only one that has suffered with those same internal struggles. Yeah. And the outside programming is so strong. Exactly. It's, I mean, wow, even like the first thing, one of the first things I remember being a child was the commercials. <laughs> like I can remember theme songs from commercials when I was just a kid, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And they're still with me after all these years. And some of those commercials I haven't seen since I was a child. And talk about programming. Like I know that if, if I want a car, I need to go see Cal, right? <laughs> I if you're looking for a better set of wheels, I will stand upon my head to beat all deals. I'll stand upon my head until my ears turn red. Go see Cal, go see Cal, go see Cal. I was like three. <laughs> right? And, uh, and so all of the shows and all of the TV programming has uh, was really got in my head growing up for sure. And uh, and for for many many years until I started doing like experiential growth work workshops and seminars and and learning from the masters <laughs> I like to call them <laughs> and masters are to me are anybody who's able to put into words something that lands within me in a way that has me take action or make a change and then I get benefit from it <laughs> so or some people might say the masters are these you know like super famous people or the 
people that wrote, you know, books, I would say anybody who's taught me something that has really helped me make a profound shift in my life. Those are the masters to me. Yeah. You know, we've, we've been taught to listen to the authority figures and come to find out authority figures and masters are two completely different species. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. (laughs) You know, authority figures, you know, they're, they're actually not the ones who have the innate wisdom. They're not the ones who are here to help us grow. They're not the ones who are to be listened to as far as our inner guidance is concerned because they've not been taught the ways of mastery. And really any of the Mm. ways of mastery are the ways of peace, the ways that the universe works. The universe in and of itself is a peaceful universe. It is created in divine perfection. And anything that is in harmony with the universe is automatically in the flow, automatically in well-being. But we have been so disconnected from the ways of the universe. We have been uh, incubated in this society that is a war-mongering, disease-mongering society. We think war and disease are just natural. And anything from that, you know, nothing is (laughs) natural about these things. Nothing is normal about these things. And it's time for us to take our to take our planet back. It's time for us to bring the planet back into harmony with the universe so that we can mm-hmm. all live in peace and harmony and well-being together. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, the way that we can step into that is to get things right within ourselves first before we start to try to help others or lift other people up it's how can i be one with what's going on right here (laughs) right in what i call my three feet and you call the globe again (laughs) two different tools same thing teaching it in a different way uh and that's where i just came to realize because i had this grand vision that i wanted to serve the masses and i wanted to help teach them the tools that I was learning and I was still in process of learning. And I just realized at one point, you know, how can I be there for the masses if I'm not whole, complete in love with everything about myself, <laughs> right? Every, every pockmark, every, every line, every, every pound, every anything, like how could I love myself? fully 100% love everything about me and realize that I didn't actually make any mistakes, right? Everything that I saw as a seeming mistake was always a lesson and taught me something. So how could I see things that I used to think were negative as a good thing, even when they felt like a negative thing, right? How could I be okay right here where I am and 
I knew that once I got that, that right, <laughs> I could love myself 100%, no matter what, then I could start thinking about supporting others because uh, it's just a big mirror, right? <laughs> it's a huge mirror. So yeah, so I spent many, many years in, uh, doing that and and I was kind of, I was doing the math, I think, between the two of us. We have 40 years plus experience of doing the work, sharing the work, right? Teaching, um, supporting, doing the things that, that we do. And uh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think we've both learned a thing or 10 in the last 40 years of teaching and all of the things that we've each had to go through in our lives to overcome. Yeah. And once we were able to see things from a different perspective, that's when we were able to get ourselves unstuck and move through the situations that we were in, no matter what that situation was, whether it was facing cancer or, you know, chronic uh, financial trauma, um, chronic pain, whatever it is, wherever we are stuck in our lives is because we are stuck in a pattern of thought. And in order to change anything, we have to be able to change the way we see things, the change the way we perceive things. And when once we can change the way we look at things, then the things that we look at change. But not until. <laughs> mm, hence the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. When we realize that everything that we have that's outside of us started with in, inside of us, within us, right? Our thoughts, our beliefs, our words, the things we read, the things we fill our mind with, all of that creates our 3d reality outside of us right we are in charge of all of that and wow <laughs> right yeah i mean when when we're when we're in the throes of the agony of whatever it is that we're going through it doesn't seem like we're in charge it seems like we're the victim it seems like we're at the mercy of whatever the situation is. Right, right. But that's yeah. never the truth. It can feel like that. <laughs> and in my experience, I've been able to get out of that quicker when I realized, wait a minute, wait, it's I'm doing this, I'm creating this. So how can I get out of this? <laughs> right? Anytime that I had that and sometimes it took a little while to get to that or certain tools uh to get there but once i get there then i'm i can get out of it so much faster you know the feeling like a victim of something i just spin and spin and spin round and round and it just keeps repeating it keeps going and keeps going and it's like on it's like groundhog day <laughs> it's groundhog day in my life and then at some point i realized wait a minute okay, I, I'm i the one that can change this and then step into, so how can I do that? What do I need to do in order to create this instead of that? And 
get into those thoughts, step into action, put put action behind those thoughts, and then that's where things change. <laughs> wow. And I love, uh, and I love. Uh, I remember one of my mentors, Jack Canfield. Uh, he was doing a Q and A during one of his events, and somebody said, "Do you ever have a bad day?" And I, I'll just never forget this. Do you ever have a bad day? And he said, bad day? No. And the whole room was like, oh. And he said, bad hour? Not anymore. Bad few minutes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? He said, but I, I've identified in my body what it feels like when I am in fear, anger, upset, all of the... Uh, seemingly negative qualities he identified how that feels inside of his body so then when he feels that inside of his body which he and i had the same exact thing and that is that our stomach tenses our stomach tenses up so it's like oh my stomach is tensing what am i feeling what triggered me okay and then he goes into the many tools that he has in his toolbox to work through it and so that process is never longer than 10 minutes, right? It's a, a, a few minutes. Oh, feel the feeling, get triggered. Okay, what triggered me? It kind of goes through the process, uses a tool. Maybe it's a different tool each time, depending on what it is. Uh, but he said just he's never, he doesn't have any longer than 10 minutes <laughs> of feeling bad anymore. And it just really, really landed with me. And so I kind of followed up because you know, we were friends and he was a personal mentor. So that was in a room full of people. So my follow-up question later was, hey, can you identify mine? What tools do you use right, to get out of it? And I went through, he gave me some tools for that. And, uh, and so, yeah, I don't typically have days where I'm spun out at all uh, anymore since then, uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful gift <laughs> that he gave me uh, by teaching me to identify it through the tensing of the stomach. So, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I used to have those days all the time where I was just like, I would be, I would stay sequestered in my house for days on end, feeling anxious and insecure and fearful and, you know, ashamed of myself and all of these things where, I mean, my life was just miserable. And, you know, then lo and behold, I find myself facing cancer. And it's like completely obvious to me that my miserableness was directly causing my body to be in that state of dis-ease. So it was... I don't know why it was so obvious to me when it doesn't seem to be obvious to a whole lot of other people, but it just was that the medical route was not where I needed to place my attention. Mm -hmm. My focus needed to be on how to master my own reality, like how to become masterful of my own body how to become masterful of my thoughts and my emotions. And when I could bring myself back into harmony with the universe, with my soul, whatever you want to call it, with nature, 
just simply bring myself back into a place of peace and harmony, mm-hmm. then it seemed quite obvious that my body would return to peace and harmony as well. And, you know, that's exactly what happened. And, you know, during that process, I uncovered a bunch of thought patterns that seemed to be all pervasive throughout society. And Mm. so all pervasive that hardly anybody ever questions those thought patterns. But once we do question the thought patterns, it's like, oh, well, wait a second. (laughs) If that thought pattern's not true, then what other thought patterns am I thinking that aren't true? So these are some of the things that we're going to be sharing with you guys throughout these seven days, these seven classes, one class per week for seven weeks to help you shift the way you think and shift the way you perceive the world. You know, how did how did we get into this mess that we're in as a society? How do we get ourselves back out? How do we get into the mess we're in personally, whether we're facing a disease or a financial disaster or like whatever that is? How did we get into this situation? And how can we get ourselves back out? How do we transcend this and change it so that we don't have to face it again and again and again like Groundhog Day? <laughs> yes. I love it. Do you want me to share a little bit about the each week? That would be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so week one, we dive into what is, what is imagination, right? Why we have to change the way that we see. And that was like one of the first things that I talked about. We create our 3d reality, right? We create that. So it's learning how to see through a different lens, uh, learning the practical application that every everything is energy, right? Of everything is energy, and learn what we what uh, Lisa calls the creation equation, which is a powerful tool for creation. And uh, so, week one, uh, that's what we'll get into, and then and then each week, uh, one of the bonuses that you get is a closed eye process, a journey. Uh, that Lisa will take us on and she has a way, <laughs> a very beautiful way with those journeys. And I've got to experience a lot of those. And so I'm I'm looking forward to closing my eyes and breathing in and, and having that be at the end of each of our each of our classes. Uh, week two we get into we are energy, right? Non-physical bringing our ideas to life. So how ideas are brought into physical form, how our beliefs become our reality, how to make your ego your amigo, because that ego gets such a bad rap, you know, <laughs> just gets such a bad rap. And and we got to make friends with that, not try to fight it. And so we'll get into that in ways that you can do that. So that and more in week two, week three, talk about distorted thought patterns and how distorted thought patterns equal a distorted experience. So once again, this whole thing is about 
mastering our reality, creating the reality that we want in our world. So we're really going to get in there and look at distorted thought patterns, right? Why, why is it so hard to change our thoughts? Um, stinking thinking creates a reality that stinks. <laughs> I love that bullet point. And healing the self, not the body. Healing the self, not the body. So really get into how thought patterns are important, where they came from, how to identify them, and then how to change them in the moment so that we can create the reality that we want. Uh, week four, how to take command of your thought space. Yes. <laughs> take command of your thought space. Realize that you are not your body. And realize how to notice energy. In other words, seeing invisible. And then many tools to undistort yourself forever. And so we want to give you tools to undistort yourself. Take command of your thoughts. Because thoughts are things, thoughts become our reality. So we're going to transform our thinking together. And week five, how to create your best possible outcome. Yes, you are in charge of your creations. Your future is a blank slate. So how to make the universe of infinite possibilities user-friendly. <laughs> right? Is what we're going to teach you. And, uh, and so best possible outcome is a term that my wife and I, uh, Mara and I created. Um, and I used that process during the book, Who Do You Think You Are? That really put me on the map. I would kind of take away my, what I thought I needed to do for that day or thought I needed to say to the person that I was going to reach out to. And instead I asked myself, well, what's the best possible outcome of this as opposed to he will say yes to being in the book. That's that's attachment. Maybe not the best possible outcome to be attached. So best possible outcome from reaching out to famous people to be in the book was we had they feel when they open it up, they feel the energy of the email. They feel the energy of the project. And they really get that I I want to help and support people. Yeah they like read this email and felt that that would be the best possible outcome so i kind of sent that out into the universe as i sent the email and many of them said weirdest thing happened this wave of energy came when i opened up the email right and then i just i felt like oh i really got to support this guy because he's doing the things that i do and blah, blah, and it just felt good and they put words on the energy that i sent it out with so that's just one example of the best possible outcome sometimes is qualities as opposed to something we're attached to, right? If, if I would have said, Joe Vitale says yes, and then Joe Vitale said no, I would have been heartbroken. Right? And I would have been like, okay, all right, bye. And then we'd be done because the best possible outcome was we created connection and we felt good. And it was all these qualities. Even when he said no, I felt like we I had still had the best possible outcome. And because I wasn't in a place of attachment and feeling let down, if he said no, I could say or remember to say, well, who do you know that would be a match for this? And then I got a bunch of names, right? 
<laughs> from Joe, which I wouldn't have got if I was attached to the outcome. I would have got my feelings hurt and just shut down the stream. So it's it's really uh, when we get into best possible outcome, it's about qualities. It's about uh, other things that are not attachment. And so how do we how do we identify that? How do we focus on the things that will really, if they come into our life, make our world a better place? And then how can we do that without attachment? So week five, I'm excited. Can you tell? I mean, it's kind of a thing I'm excited a little bit about. <laughs> uh, week six, I love who I be is up to me. Oh, I love that. That's like, drop the mic, workshop over. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just love that title. Who I be is up to me, right? So we get into who are you, how are you currently being, right? How do you wish to experience yourself? And we will give you a tool that will change that story forever, not only in your conscious mind, but in your subconscious mind, because our subconscious mind runs the show in so many ways, right? And so we want to be able to tap into that and, and get the subconscious mind on board with knowing the truth of who we really are, knowing all the good stuff about us, knowing all the things that we desire and want to create to be a difference maker in this world. And then once we get subconscious mind on board with that, again, things start to shift in our 3D world, start to show up in a way that you will be so clear that it's the work that you did right? with this uh, with this particular tool. And then week seven is up-leveling your reality. <sighs> up-leveling your reality. So we really want to get into the question of what does what does heaven on earth look like? If you've been watching Solution Sunday for a while, you've heard that a few times, right? You've heard heaven on earth from this beautiful spirit right here, <laughs> Lisa. So what does that really look like, right? And, and we want to get in there and, and explore the infinite possibilities of that. And then, uh, so we'll, we'll dive into that. And then we're going to do a, a live Q&A to follow up with anything that's come up along the way. In the seven weeks, you're going to be like taking everything that we have taught you the week before out into the world and doing it. And so, uh, and manifesting things. And so I'm sure that some questions are going to come up, right? Uh, if, if even, what's my next step, right? There will be questions that come up. And so we're going to do a live Q&A uh, to, to really wrap things up and, and get in there and, and, and find out what, what we've been creating and what, what questions did that bring forth so that we can uh, put you just right on the path to exactly what we're talking about to mastering the creation of your own reality and i am so excited lisa <laughs> i'm so excited that we are going to do this beautiful uh, living workshop together with all of these beautiful spirits all of these beautiful beings all the folks that watched solution sunday and that watched the movie and that read the book and that find out, find their ways to us even in none of those three ways and that's what i love about the way that it works out is people will find this how they find it at the perfect time and isn't that always the way that it works exactly 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I and I'm really excited about this too because you know, really this class is for it's for anybody. It is for everybody who's here who really wants to see a better world, who wants to be able to live in peace and ease and joy and health on this planet. It's, you know, this is the time of the great awakening. And there are many of us who are here as the light workers to shine our light and to start really creating a whole new way of being on this planet. And that's what this class is really all about. It is about how can we make this as simple and transformative as possible? You know, how can we give you tools that you may not have heard of before or that you even have heard of before, but not heard in the way that we've that we're going to be speaking about them? And, you know, how can you really take your reality into your own hands? You know, because it's not about we're not the ones who are here to do it for you. We're not here to be the the gurus and experts were here to help empower each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We're the, we're the teachers and the students. <laughs> right. right. And, uh, and I love uh, on the, on the page that shares all about the program. I love at the end, I put to recap, you will receive seven life transforming classes seven downloadable guided journeys and one major shift of consciousness <laughs> and i absolutely know that that's that's what will happen and and i'm looking forward to hearing like all the stories that we're going to hear like i'm already on the other side of it right <laughs> can't wait to hear all the stories of transformation and, and each week and all the emails of like oh i said this and this happened i i envisioned this and this happened right and the healing that's going to happen uh, in people's bodies, the healing in their mind. Oh, this is why we do what we do, folks. <laughs> it's because uh, it feels so good to be passionate about being in service and teaching uh, the things that we've, we've that we've learned. To share that, you know, to share that with others is uh, what both of us are very passionate about and looking forward to yes and you know it's really all about community bringing like-minded like-hearted souls together in Mm -hmm. community where it is safe for us to share the information to share what's on our hearts where you know there's no fear of reprisal and you know where we can just simply have conversations in community so that we know that we're not alone so that we can empower each other so that we can encourage each other cheer for each other (laughs) you know it's about lifting each other up and helping each other to remember that we are grand beings of light we are angels in human form but what does that actually mean? You know, it sounds all great, but what does it actually mean in practical terms? 
How do right. we bring that into practice? Yes, and that was really the one of the, the questions that we were looking at. And you were you were saying we're all being like light workers right now on this planet, and so how how can we get the light workers into action, right? Into mastering their reality in such a way that that you get clear why you're here and that and that we're that this is absolutely the truth right that you can create do be have anything that you desire and once you have that clarity it's it's amazing uh how quickly you can manifest the things that used to feel so far away used to seem so big and you will speak the word and then it happens <laughs> the next day i mean how many times can that happen before you really step in to your mastery and say oh, okay i know why i'm here i know why i'm here so how can i uh, continue and how do i expand that how do i take that light and shine it out in a way that that it's so clear that that people can feel see sense you from a distance <laughs> right from a distance how you when you walk into a room and everybody stops and turns because your light is shining so brightly uh, yes 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 these are the the things that we see these are the things that we know for you already yeah and you know and together when we each do this for ourselves and then we hold a common vision together, it's mm -hmm. in that holding the common vision that we can all step into that vision. Mm -hmm. now, visions are put in front of us all day, every day for us to hold. But mm -hmm. a lot of those visions are not visions that any of us want to hold. <laughs> We don't want to hold visions of death and destruction and war and financial collapse, but but those are put out there prominently for us to view. So mm. how do we change that without having to fight against it or, you know, take up arms against these things? How do we change the world beautifully, simply, organically? Yeah. Just by yeah. shining our light. Yes. Yes. And and when those things are being presented, that's what I like to say, <laughs> right? All of those seemingly negative things are being presented. Like I can hear any of them and not feel scared, not feel worry, not feel and that's that's huge. Like so many years ago I if I heard about a war hurt you know like i would feel that i would take it on i would like make it my story and and none of that was good for my health none of that was good for my well-being right just all it was made me sick and scared right and worried and fear of death and all of that stuff and now i'm at a point where i can hear any of it and i just go okay that's one story right or that's one way of looking at it or or what i realized is as so many of those things uh i've i've learned and and it, i mean at first it, it sounded selfish but it's what i got and it's what came to me was uh any like just watching the news right 
everything that's on the news is not happening to me. None of it. Right. None of that's happening to me uh, other than one time where uh, I can say like my brother saw on the news that our little sister had been killed. Right. That one time it actually meant something to him. And then he called it. He found out on the news, which was not right. He should have got a call before that. But but anything else, it's like it's not happening to me personally. So I don't want to take it personally. I don't want to feel all the fear, worry, doubt, all of the shame, blame, all the things that you talk about and, and we show in the film. And I, I just now I see those visuals from the film when you say those words. And I found the people that were literally being the quality of, of those things, the fear, doubt, worry, shame, blame, all of those. I just see those now. Uh, so to be able to, to, to hear information, to see things, but in a neutral way. So I can still get the information and know that it's happening, right? It's there. It's you know, it's been presented, okay, um, but not take it on as my personal story and let it and let it tear down the way I feel, right? To not take on other people's story. I call it other people's drama, yeah. <laughs> OPD. Right? That's someone else's drama. Yeah. It's not. This is not happening to me. So why am I scared? This is not happening to me. So why am I in fear? This is, it's not happening to me. And then when I was got in the media and I was actually in TV and found out how much of it, a very large percentage, isn't true anyway and was purely fabricated, then that was a whole nother piece. Then I was like, wow, I really am not going to take it on now because <laughs> right? I know it, it's most likely not even true. So that was an eye opener <laughs> and yeah. helped me with that process. <laughs> right? yes, but how could that be? It's on the news. It wouldn't be on the news if it wasn't true. It must be true if they said it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I had to sign non-disclosures that I wouldn't tell people that the story we worked on all day was pure fabrication. And boy, once I saw a couple of those news stories on the news that night, that's when I started looking at, maybe this isn't the business for me. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, there's enough showers for me to wash this off, right? <laughs> Knowing the truth about this. And, uh, you know, I started one little small room at a time, kind of sharing that information. Uh, just just hoping that I could just get uh, even three people in each room to, to turn the news off. I just felt like that would be a huge win. Because people are like, where do I start? It's like, turn that off. Yeah. You know, if if something is, this has been my experience. I'll speak for me. If I'm supposed to know about something and it's important for me to know and it's newsworthy, I find out about it. It comes to me. And all the rest gets weeded out. So when I go on Facebook, I'll see, I'll see posts. And people put up these like one sentence posts that don't even say what so what say what <laughs> i'm supposed to know what the what that's about yeah <laughs> like, oh i must must have been on the news right because i have no clue <laughs> what it's about uh, but it does come to me when it's for me and i need to know about it right and and even if it's seemingly negative and it comes to me then that's great 
that's when I get to look at it and say, oh, cool. So this came to me. So what am I to learn from it or about it? Ooh, what's the, what's the message for me? And for me, that's the right question to ask. Because if I get the answer to that question, then it's helpful. It's supportive, right? It helps me create the reality that I want in the 3D world of, in my hologram, <laughs> right? So uh, that's another thing we get into is that asking, asking the right questions, right? We ask questions. If a question starts with why, you don't want to know the answer to that question. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Why does this keep happening? Right? Yeah. God, spirit, universe goes, yeah, why is it? And keeps giving you reasons to ask why. Oh, man. <laughs> no, no. How can I, how can I change this? Or who do I need to be? Or what, what shift can I make that will cause this? Right. Those, how, what, why, those, or not why, how, what, um, those are questions that we really want to be answered to. Yeah, you know, by watching the news, it gives the impression that that is what is everywhere. Right. And, you know, everybody's consciousness is then just herded into this is what it is. And I used to think, like, wow, like, I don't want to live there. Like, I don't want to participate in any of that stuff. And um, to, to think about, you know, like, to live outside of that almost seemed like impossible, because like, that is the way it is. And that's right. the only way it is here on this planet. And yeah. it took me a long time before I realized what it meant to be able to live outside of that and to not get like to, you know, wise one once said to be in the world, but not of the world. And I didn't yeah. understand what that meant for a really long time until suddenly one day I was walking in the world, but not of the world, just observing the world around me and realizing none of those things are my reality like my reality is really quite lovely <laughs> like my reality is very peaceful it's very happy it's very natural I live out in the middle of the woods like it's beautiful in my reality and it does yeah. my reality doesn't contain any of those other things that are yeah. you know, posted in big neon signs <laughs> you know, everywhere for everybody to see. It's like, that's not it. Like, you know, that happens in one layer, but we can live in a completely different layer, a higher frequency. And there's really no crossover between those layers. Yeah. And it's, it gets really pleasant and fun living up here in the higher frequency bandwidths. So this is yeah. also what we're going to be talking about. You know, how to be in the world, but not of the world. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's just a, another set of words that exactly what I was talking about. Like seeing all, all of that on the outside, but not taking it on, not having it be. In my world, I say, 
I want to make a film. I want to introduce the world to my friends. I want to make a film and have it be from gifts that people gave me, fully funded by gifts that people gave me. I want to have, oh, now I want to have some really well-known <laughs> people that are in it too, so that we can even bring a brighter light to the project. I want to do all of this and in a very short amount of time, <laughs> I'm going to make a film <laughs> fully funded by gifts, famous people, and introduce the world to my best friends. And then, oh, also, I'm going to, how about I have a book? And it'll come out at the same time. In my reality, within a year, all of that happens, and a film comes out, and a book comes out, and the book is nine times you know nine countries an international bestseller and the film releases and and the world sees it like that's that's my reality and would any of that have come true if i had fear doubt and worry at all like if that was even a thing in my the cells of my body anymore i know that that would just not happen let alone downloading how to reach out to these people right and get getting a hold of them or or having like one person that i wasn't able to reach and, and i'm just like oh god i would really love to have him in this film i see him in this film and continued to see him in the film even though i wasn't able to re find him right and and get to reach him but i still held the vision he will be in this movie he'll be in this movie and then have one person say well, who haven't you got that you, you want in the film? And me say that person's name and they say, oh, oh, he's a buddy of mine. I'll text him and tell him he has to be in it. And then he texts and then while we're still do, on the phone doing this interview, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, he's, he said yes, he's in. Would that happen if I had fear, doubt, <laughs> worry, even a doubt, right? That the things that we're going to teach you are absolutely true that they absolutely work um absolutely not but was this the way that i thought <laughs> uh way 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 back when i when i wrote my first book no <laughs> right 2002 no when i was like worked my ate my way up to 310 pounds so i was not happy within my three feet right i wasn't believing in myself Absolutely not. It wasn't always this way, uh, but I did the things that we're going to be teaching you myself, and that's what I love. We're, we are not sharing anything that we haven't road tested ourselves and shared with others and had seen them get results over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so amazing that, that it works, right? How amazing to know that we are direct, directly connected, directly connected to the source that created everything, and that we are not only co-creators of our universe, but actually the creators. And that was a big jump too, right? I, I, uh, I had heard I heard a lot about co-creation, and that was awesome because that was the that was the bridge, if you will. <laughs> that was the bridge that helped me start to 
try things on like affirmation and visualization and those tools and try it on because it was like oh i'm in co-creation with the universe and, <laughs> and then at one point i was like wait oh if spirit god universe if if that's all energy that means that i am that so it's like oh i'm creating this <laughs> I'm cre oh that's a whole other level <laughs> Right. And that's what I loved about when, when we got together and started sharing, uh, you were saying this, that you were saying the same thing, right? You, you didn't use the word co-creation, right? You said, we are that, like, I am that I create that. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. It's a match. And there were, I met a, a lot of people on the speaking, you know, out there in the speaking world and a lot of people that that wrote a lot of books that i had read and all of that and, and there was still a whole lot of co co putting it outside of you right and that's the thing about the words co-creation for me it, it i realized wait oh i'm still if i'm saying co-creation then i'm still relying on something outside of me thinking that that's why it's happening because of that thing outside of me I'm in co-creation with the universe, then the universe is doing it. And I'm just, you know, holding the video game. Bad. <laughs> but it's, I heard one of my master teachers who, who teaches what we are sharing with you uh, one time say, okay, so you love movies. Well, okay. So your life is the movie and you're the producer, you're the director, you're the star and you're the writer of the movie and that was like a whole nother level <laughs> right hey. and i and he i would even maintain that you're the gaffer you're the <laughs> the lighter the one who drops the, the mic like everything about the film like <laughs> that's you and so so now that we know that right now that we know that that's true you know how do we remind ourselves of that every day what are the actions that we can take every day to prove to ourselves that that is true so that once we know without a shadow of a doubt, because of all the work that we've done in seven weeks, that that is the truth, right? And what can you create? Yeah. That's the good stuff. <laughs> exactly. How do we create lives that we love to live yes. We are yes. not supposed to be here struggling and fighting for survival on this planet. It is simply not part of universal law. You know, we have been living against universal law, which means we're fighting against the universe here on this planet, fighting against each other, fighting against our natural state of being. And it is yeah. time. For us to stop the fighting and start yes. living and loving and really being alive here on this beautiful planet. <laughs> yeah, that's why I chose to be here. I didn't choose to be here to be miserable. I can guarantee you that. Right. <laughs> and you uh, and I kind of have the gift of, you know, we were born on this planet actually remembering where, where most people are born forgetting things that happened before or where we came from and we were born 
with memories, remembering things. So that's that's that was great for us, right? <laughs> and not everybody has that. And so so these tools are to help you remember because it's it's in there. It's absolutely there. All the answers that you need are right there inside of you. And so to remember where you came from, to, to be able to remember all of that is is a muscle like anything else. Right? Is is something that to be trained, to be worked until it becomes effortless. And then once you tap into the effortless of that, then you'll be able to get your answers in real time as opposed to having to sit around asking a question for 24 hours right to get the answer you can say asked and answered <laughs> and i love that phrase that i remember hearing it so many years ago and, and again like you said it was a phrase that i was just like what do they mean by that right <laughs> asked and answered and that means i asked a question and i received the answer like that yeah yeah it's like, how do we start tuning in and listening to our own inner guidance? And how do we start trusting our own inner guidance over the voices that yell so loudly in the external world and tell us that we can't trust ourselves, that we can't trust our bodies, and that we don't have the answers? when clearly we do, and clearly we can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you are one that is looking for some of these answers, that wants to start to tune in and trust your own inner guidance so that you can start taking your reality into your own very capable hands, this is a seven-part series that is for you. So come and play with us. Come and help. let us help you remember who you truly are and the gifts and talents that you already possess and yes. help you to see your body's ability to heal itself. Yeah. Yeah, and the first step is trust your inner guidance to take this course, right? So it's like we'll have a link that will be below right we'll have a link and click the link and read the page and feel into it and trust that in a guide you get a yes join us we absolutely will love love to be with you for seven weeks and uh take this beautiful journey together yes now i know i can hear people asking what if i can't come to the class yeah well of course we're recording uh, we will be recording uh, all of the class and uh, we will be recording the part where we're teaching. And then at any point that we're doing a Q&A, we will stop the recording so that people are able to ask the questions that they want without being on camera. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, you, the recordings will be there for you, as will the guided journeys that are happening at the end of each class. Beautiful. So you will have access to these these classes for for life. <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to download them. You'll be able to keep them. And uh, you know, so if you can't attend 
one or more, don't let that stop you. Just yeah. know that this, the information that we will share in these classes is literally timeless. It is good for all the time. <laughs> Anytime you need this information, it will be here for you. And mm -hmm. the more you go through these classes and the more you listen to each class, the more you will you will hear in each class. Because each time you go through the class, you will start listening from a, a newer level of consciousness where you've already heard a lot of this. Now you're going to listen and you listen to it again. And it's like, oh, now you can hear the next layer of information that's available. So these yes. are multidimensional classes. So they will land in multiple dimensions and multiple ways for you. Mm. Yeah, I love to do that when I when I have an online course. I, I love to do it multiple times because again, I always have a deeper cut the second time and an even deeper cut the third time. So I like to do them three times. And uh, the workshop series that my wife and I came up uh, in Insight seminars. They had a, a one, a two, a three, a four, right? And uh, I found the second one to be potentially the most powerful workshop that I had ever done in my life. So I actually would uh, assist, be an assistant, be on the team for that seminar. And uh, and I did that over and over and over again because, because I knew it was coming. Then each time when I was doing the work, I was doing it at a deeper cut. So I love that you... Love that you put words on that because it's uh, so true. Any of the courses that I've really found benefit, like true benefit, I've done multiple times. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we certainly are looking forward to having all of you come and join us for this beautiful seven part series. We hope that you have already watched the Inside Effects movie. Go to theinsideeffects.com if you have not seen the movie yet and find out how you can watch it for free online. And uh, the book, The Inside Effects, is available on Amazon and uh, has some incredibly profound healing stories to help inspire you to recognize your ability to have your body heal itself. So now, once you've seen these two things and you are ready for the next steps, this is what Keith and I have to offer for you, is seven steps to, to mastering the creation of your reality. Yes. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you there. Beautiful. Keith, thank you so much for joining me for another Soul Lucian Sunday. It's always such a pleasure and a delight. You're welcome. Great. So if you're watching this on YouTube, um, check the show notes and you'll have a link to our to the class. If you're watching on or listening on uh, Connecting You to You Radio, check the show notes. And if you are watching this on Facebook, check the comments links will be there for you <laughs> beautiful thank you all so much i'm lisa warner i am the author of the simplicity of self-healing now in its 10th anniversary edition and if you'd like to find out more about keith go to keith leon s google 
Keith Leon S. And you will find out all the information you want. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. We'll see you all really soon. All right. Thanks, everyone. Till next time, create for yourselves a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit ConnectingYouToYou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.